Welcome to Ye Can Do, a podcast about possibility. My name is Bernie Kyo, and together with my co-host Paula Thomas, we are on a mission every week to power new possibilities in our own lives and yours. Once a month, we'll be discussing our highs, lows and learnings from our book review and guest interviews. So if you'd like to learn how to Ye Can Do your life, join us every month for our monthly review And of course, every other week for book reviews, our latest interviews and inspiration. Bernie, here we are for another Highs, Lows and Learnings for Ye Can Do. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you, my dear. Um, Since we've spoken, uh, certainly has been about three weeks, I think. So that is... uh, that is a long time normally for, for us. And uh, I suppose the advantage of doing a, uh, a kind of recap uh, episode, isn't it? On, and that forces us to look back at the month is to go, my goodness, it, it, it's reflection time. Totally. And, uh, it certainly ha- has been a busy month and a very, very interesting month. And I suppose highlights for me um, are that I started my new job in A Lust for Life um, as managing director and A Lust for Life, for people who don't know it, is a mental and emotional health uh, charity Mm. um, that focuses on young people and uh, kind of early intervention and prevention and trying to equip them with the the education awareness and tools and skills to Mm. effectively manage their own mental and emotional health and, and well-being, you know, as they navigate the ups and downs. So yeah. um, so it's a it's a, a cause that is um close to my heart because the whole area of mental and emotional health is is very much close to my heart. And I suppose when I was thinking about mm. um this and its relationship to um to to yay can do, I, I suppose I although I m- mightn't have articulated it I suppose underneath the subconscious, I suppose one of the subconscious drivers for me in EA can do was to help people with their with their their well being, and uh, so that's that's that whole part around um, you know just recognizing that we're just human, um, that to be human is to be imperfect, and yeah. to to let go of unrealistic expectations of what we should be doing, and you know. Mm. Which, because we tend to set the bar really, really high, yeah. and and just in in terms of, I suppose the work that we're both doing and the guests that we're both having is to inspire possibility, empower possibility, indeed. And uh, but mm. in a sense of being, yeah, we're just all humans here, just all trying to figure it out. We're doing our best. We're doing good. There's nothing wrong with us, you know. Um, to have the ups and downs is normal and but there are ways I suppose of effectively managing that of taking Mm. care of ourselves whether it's through you know um exercise whether it's through talking with friends whether it's through mindfulness techniques deep breathing etc you know there 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 are things that we can proactively do to Mm. help ourselves um but not as I said to rid ourselves of the, our essential humanity and the the range of our emotions that we're subject to, but yeah. just to navigate it when we're going through it with 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 them, with yeah. with some comfort and self compassion. So mm. um so yeah so it's been deeply exciting. Obviously I'm in 
you know, a stage where it's there's depth and layers. There's a fantastic team in place. have done great work. Mm. And I'm just trying to get my head around everything, mm. um, which will take some time. I'm fully remote. So that um, mm. has wonderful advantages. Um, but on the other hand, you know, it, it doesn't offer the same kind of proximity um, mm. and ease of access that, you know, being in the office side by side does. So um, so uh, that's uh, wonderfully stimulating. As I said, feels deeply meaningful is totally connected to my interests and passions so I'm feeling very grateful for that while mm. I'm feeling like holy god I hope I'm up for it you know and <laughs> and, and all the overwhelm yeah. that comes with with the, with the new job um but um very grateful for the support I'm getting from the team and a very very good and passionate team in place and loving the different personalities and actually the different backgrounds of the people that I'm working with you know because uh some have very uh, different backgrounds in terms of more artistic or creative or or indeed, you know, coming from um, volunteering and not for profit, um, but with brilliant, um, brilliantly educated. And, and um, so it's just I'm really loving that. It feels like I'm expanding mm. my tribe and uh, that mm. that feels good because um, I think that also reflects a certain aspect of my personality. And the other thing I went to, and I haven't mentioned this to you at all, Paula, um, was that I was invited by Alda McDonough, who, you know, was co-founder of of Alternatives, who we um, both uh, admire hugely, uh, to a a dinner in uh, Trinity Halls, of all places. Wow. um, by um, in in her capacity um, on the board of the Countess Markovich Circle. Ooh! So I mean, they had me, you know, <laughs> at Countess immediately. <laughs> I was like, "What's what?" Doesn't matter yes. what the detail is. Yes. What a brilliant uh, t- brand name. Yes. For, yeah. for and when you hear what they're what they're doing, um, all the more relevant. So the Countess Markovich Circle was set up a number of years ago uh, with the purpose of supporting more women in Ireland to enter and succeed in Irish politics. So it's all about getting women uh, elected um, so that obviously there is more equality Mm -hmm. in government and Mm. therefore um, better, uh, more just, more... Balanced and everything. Balanced decision making yeah. and informed decision making across uh, all the issues that affect um, people, families, and women. You know, and uh, and just for, for for people who are listening that have never heard or don't, because we've quite a wide listening mm. base around the world. Yeah. Um, which we're very proud. Um, Countess Markovich was the first woman elected to the British Parliament at. Westminster mm-hmm. um, in 1918 um, but she never took up her seat because she joined the Irish um, government, uh, the Dole becoming the first female TD here um, mm. and in 1919 she was appointed as the first woman in Europe and she played uh, and the second in the world to become a cabinet minister and since the election over 100 years ago, only 130 women have ever been elected to the Dáil in Ireland. Wow. And in 2022, 37 of 160 members of Dáil Éireann are women. And that's just 23%. Wow. So um, it's not on, frankly. Yeah. yeah. It's just not on. And although I can understand that very few people might 
have the appetite to go into politics, given um, what a difficult yeah. job it is. Yeah. And so especially in the age of social media and, you know, with, with press and et cetera, um, we need women there. So the Countess Markovich circle was set up in order to help do the grassroots work and build awareness of this need and then help women who are considering at local le- um, level, you know, at county council level, et cetera, to, um, to, to go into um, county politics to, to, to go, you know, because that's really where the, mm. the source of TDs and, and, and future elected ministers come from. Mm. So um, they train women and support them. Um, in those early elections, you know, to get them on their feet. And it was an amazing evening, a very full of top caliber women. Mm. Um, was very honored to be there. And there were ambassadors from Norway, from Poland, from other countries. Uh, our dear friend Sarah Keane from... Yes. You know, CEO of Swim Ireland and CEO of uh, our president, sorry, of the Olympic Committee was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dervla Bavera, who was uh, one of my guests on the podcast, and a whole host of women in business, in law, in uh, in politics, in uh, from all 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 from arts, you know, all 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 walks of life. And there was a panel discussion as well um, with some uh, fantastic um, women. Um, mm. And it was just including that, you know, the head of the um, the uh, Labour Party. And uh, it was just one of those pivotal moments. It reminded me, Paul, of when you brought me to Inspire Fest. Yeah. The first time. Mm. And uh, when I'd been there for for the two days or whatever. And then I was I was saying to you, oh, my God, this has really impacted me. I've, I feel quite emotional. I don't understand what's happened, you know. Mm. And uh, but and then I realized that it was the first time that I had seen on a stage over a two day conference, you know, one shit hot female after another in, you know, yeah, hugely important senior positions, uh, top scientists, top mathematicians, top experts in cybersecurity, people, women working in NASA, working in, mm. you know, in yeah. STEM, working in arts, you know, what's the name of that fabulous conductor? Um, yes, Eamor Noon. Yeah. Eamor Noon. You know, I mean, just it was it was so diverse, but they yeah. were breaking boundaries. They were, but they were just so excellent, like, yes. you know, yeah. excellent. And I just realized I'd never seen or attended anything um, where women were, had the stage like that, you know, and uh, yeah. um, and it was deeply impacting. And I think the whole theme of that conference um, was that we, you know, what we don't even notice the invisibility, mm. you know, of women on walls in, you know, in, you know, statues of women the absence of women in history books because we're so used to the status quo of it being male Mm. and uh and and it was that really hit home because I realized that I had not missed you know or not noticed that there were no women before and that might seem crazy to people but it's only in the last you know, five, seven, eight years that this has become a huge theme and all this support behind women has really taken off. Mm. And But that wasn't the case um, be- before that in all the years, Paula, that we would have been in business. And therefore you never questioned, yeah. you know, the absence 
or the fact that there was just one or two in in a you know in like that 23 percent you know mm. so um that really took um I suppose the blinkers off my eyes and uh and I realized the importance of representation mm-hmm. and the importance of participation mm. and the importance of role modeling that to the younger generations of women that these you know all these career paths and all these p- possibilities are there mm. and so you know it was a deeply again impactful evening um, for the for the same reasons, <laughs> because it's post COVID, <laughs> so I haven't had a chance to see any women or male on stage for a while, apart from All Tech One, which was again fabulous, and uh, and it's definitely something I want to support. Mm. And if anyone's interested, um, you can find out more by going on the website www.womenforelection.ie and uh, find out how you can get involved and how you can help. So Mm. that was my interesting month. And then the other thing was just, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I really loved my, my, my host at our, my guest for my solo podcast, uh, Rochelle Flanagan. Um, She's absolutely fantastic. And Mm. I, again, kind of links in a little bit to the lack of representation and and everything, but we can talk about that in a minute. But I just, for me, it was exactly what I wanted Ye Can Do to be, which is to talk to someone, you know, um, ordinary. I say that in inverted commas, you know, who has met some challenges in her life and has rose to meet those challenges in an extraordinary way and and in a way that is deeply inspirational Mm. and impactful and will have um, long-lasting positive impact for many people. So, um, yeah, they're just some of the highlights, you know, mm. of, of my month. Yeah. How about you, my dear? Well, um, first of all, also to say I loved listening to Rochelle, um, mm. an absolute high, wonderfully inspiring woman, um, and really, you know, I, I, I just, you know, loved this idea, you know, her, some of her quotes, her perspective, as you said, as I was listening, I could hear your um, your love for the brand of Ye Can Do and the idea of everyday heroes, which you've talked about for so many years. I heard it coming through mm. in Rochelle. Exactly. So definitely mm. was thrilled for you. Um, and, and likewise for myself, of course, you know, I'm getting to reach out to these people that I've, I've always wanted to talk to. Um, but for, you know, from what Rochelle said, mm. I loved when she said, I took control of my situation before it took control of me. So I always love those kind of sound bites because, you know, it's just a reminder about the importance of choosing, I guess, in our daily lives about how we're going to show up and how we're going to live. So, so well done. That was a definitely a wonderful episode to, to listen to. Um, just on the, the politics piece, I definitely, um, you know, I suppose I'm aware of the issue. I cannot imagine uh, the life of, of a politician. To me, I just don't know how I would I ever would. navigate that, but I can see the critical importance of it. And I suppose we've all seen examples of countries that are led by women as prime ministers or, or, or presidents. New Zealand, I think Finland, uh, don't know the others off, maybe Estonia, but there are definitely examples of, of female leaders 
leadership um, that have been extraordinary that, you know, would would call me to, to pay more attention to uh, supporting women who do have the skill set available. And Sinead, I'm guessing you're listening, one of our super fans for Ye Can Do. Um, she has always wanted to be in politics. So I'm just giving a shout out and I'll talk to her in person rather than using even her full name, but just she, so she knows, she knows to expect it. Um, so, yeah. So in terms of highs, as I said, for me, John Parkin, my own um, solo guest, a uh, wonderful man that I have um, admired and read his books. And I only found it frustrating not to really, you know, use the full title of his book um, <laughs> in the recording. Um, but yeah, for me, you know, lots of positives. <laughs> I'm feeling very blessed at the moment. Um, my wedding is two weeks away. So, you know, with all of the inevitable, you know, mm. uh, management and juggling of last minute details, I guess, you know, it's a real high that this lifelong goal, I guess, is coming to pass finally. <laughs> it certainly is. And I cannot yeah. wait for yeah. July 31st and to see you and Daniel in all your glory in uh, in Brook Lodge. Um, it'll yeah. be amazing. It'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the highs for next month will be... <laughs> Higher than weeks. ever, yeah. Yeah. But listen, yeah. any any lows, Bernie? Were, were there, you know, any things this month that either in the the topics? I guess there was some pretty intense stuff. I guess they came up particularly along the way, um, and plenty of learnings, of course, as well with our seven spiritual laws of success, which again is yeah. something I, I keep saying I should be reading every single day. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 But no, I, I I don't really have any lows. I just can I just build on one or two points yeah. that you made there um I think you talked about you know Rochelle you were mentioning the fact that she had said that uh, she mm-hmm. wanted to take control of of her you know of mm-hmm. her condition and her her uh, management of that condition and um, which was early onset Parkinson's disease at the age of 47 mm-hmm. just after she'd um, had her second child and I I think the uh yeah what 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 I found inspirational in that was her can do attitude in the sense that she you know she said you know in the in the detail of what she had said was that she had said right what can I do yeah. to help myself what can I do to um progress to make things you know forward it's yeah. been a, it's been an extraordinary journey since then and you definitely had a sense of this like higher power or destiny or something but, yeah. but I I would actually really was impressed with that mindset you know obviously it was upsetting perhaps devastating and certainly did not seem fair given everything else that you've been through yeah. to, to, to then receive a, you know a diagnosis like that but she, and you can sense it in her and her strength it was right what can I do about this and then she said about doing it mm-hmm. and I just admire that because it, it would be so understandable um yeah. to 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 stay in the in the um, problem, you yeah. know, in the uh, this isn't fair, uh, you know, to be devastated and 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 I'm, you know, as I said, I don't want to make out that she wasn't, you know, um, because yeah. that would be, yeah, whitewashing, mm-hmm. and um, and and people are allowed to be real, and uh, um, mm-hmm. and it is, a, you know, a difficult thing to 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 be diagnosed with, but I just like you said, I'm not sure I I have the ability in 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 yeah all circumstances to reframe that way as you know and uh dramatically but but it's it's you know it just shows you that uh Mm. it's it's um 
it's it's so much more empowering, isn't it? To to think, what can I do? This is shit, you know. Yeah. But now, how can I help myself? What can I do to 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 manage or to 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 how can I suppose choosing one's mm. reaction? Yeah. And um, I I was really impressed with that. And uh, yeah, you know. And uh, and then the other thing, um just which is a completely different point is um well sorry just linked to the the female theme and the feminist mm. theme that because I'm you know I, I said at the uh, at the end of the event at the the Countess Markovich Circle event I was like oh god I'm I think I'm in danger of becoming an activist you know and they were like <laughs> what's wrong with that and I was like oh God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just a bit like choosing to go into politics. It means putting your head up above the parapet and, you know, potentially totally. drawing attention to oneself, which yeah. of course one doesn't do anyway when one starts one's own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, but it's, you know, she did say, Rochelle did say, um, you know, I was appalled at the lack of research that is yeah. out there for this and other conditions around women. Now, to say, you know, from what I understand, it is just and I think we we saw Michael J. Fox yeah. at the Work Human uh, conference in Florida all those sunny years ago mm. and he was mesmerizing and he has obviously was diagnosed with the same thing and uh, obviously discovered the same thing a, a dearth of, of research available because it's considered no people's disease and therefore not enough funds go into it yeah. and uh, so he has spent his life you know raising money and and and, and uh, funding research in this area and um, so it is an, an area that is underfunded from a research perspective anyway but to just for Rochelle to find that there was nothing on women and mm. nothing you know and it just speaks to a bigger issue around yeah. the lack of research on ho- hormonal impact on women like something that's so real that has such an impact on our quality of life how we're perceived and how we perceive ourselves mm. and that there's so still so little um you know uh Mm. research available around it and you know and and other issues that have come up in the press recently for women and mm. it just makes me mad and it has to it has to change you know um yeah um, for for better qualities of life you know for better management of these issues because clearly as the point Rochelle was making that with knowledge and and um with with taking action in terms of you know exercise diet um mm. you know support your, your your mental health and you know that is uh usually has a has a bearing on 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 the symptoms the physical symptoms um, mm. and also how people feel and i i was absolutely flabbergasted you know when she said that the the effect of loneliness yeah you know like during COVID, et cetera, worsened people's symptoms yeah. even more than um than other factors. And yeah. it just and, and her 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 point around the fact that there's this separation of mental health and brain health. Yeah. And they need to be brought together. I just I mean I'm I am excited for the year of science and, and the things we're going to learn. And I think that we're going to look back and realize that in terms of the diagnosis or lack of diagnosis of conditions um uh that there's a, there was a lot of ignorance and that you know a lot of people mm-hmm. have suffered um because the the information wasn't there or the knowledge wasn't there uh, you know in terms of 
actually mm. being not diagnosed or diagnosed like as bipolar or when there's a perhaps yeah. you know relationship yeah. between between their brain health and uh, or their neur- neurology and um mm. you know that it's it's not a they're not mad they're not crazy you know there, there's yeah. definitely a, a condition there so um and I just loved the point that she made which was we are not little men mm. we are different yeah you know? yeah and uh, yeah. and therefore you know that research needs and I just love the work she's doing yeah. and um I hope that we can help publicize that and that she is successful in raising her funding yeah. for my move matters that's my M-O-V-E matters um, and I'm sure she'll be back on to us to see how she, we can support that. Yeah. And the other point she made was, um, and it's an important one, that's why I just want to go back to it, is, you know, that a life in politics is almost unimaginable, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. And and I think that is a, a very, very valid point. And I know I said earlier, that's because of social media and, and all of that, but actually it's also because of how we perceive politicians. But Mm. what we have to remember is that politics has been male dominated and quite aggressively. It's a quite an aggressive arena. And at the event, um, this point was made because in Ireland, we have the Shannad, which and 40% of the the Shannad um, senators are are women. Mm. And um, the point was made that um, from someone who had switched from the Shannon to the Dáil, mm-hmm. um, to the government um, as an elected TD and leader of a party, mm. um, that she herself, who'd been totally used to navigating the politics of the Shannon, which is pretty fair, yeah. was not prepared for the impact of and didn't had anticipated of going into an extremely aggressive male environment that is, mm. you know, a, a majority based um, government, not just yeah. government, sorry, but elected, you know, um, um, the doll. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, but I can't help wonder, and this mm-hmm. is the point, and the reason I'm talking about this is what would it be like if there were more women? Would that, you know, t- would that? change how politics is done would there Mm. be more collaboration because that's you know because on that panel of women that were speaking there were it was there was a number of women from different parties and they had clearly collaborated on a number of projects together Mm. so they had found a way to work together even though they were you know on 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 on, in competing Mm. parties and I think that one of the points that they were making was that if women get elected and they just be themselves, mm-hmm. then they will change politics just by being themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, so, which might make a life in politics um, more, more yeah. um, palatable, palatable. For, yeah. for, for other people and uh, mm. not just women. Yeah. So, um, so that's it. So I just wanted to talk a little, sorry, I am monopolizing the time. <laughs> just, I want to talk about your podcast. Yes, John Parkin. Yes, yeah. and just before we move on to John, who clearly yeah. I love dearly, 
Um, one thing which I must double check, but there is often um, this perception and sometimes rightly so that where I live and um, that women aren't always necessarily respected in the way that they are in the Western world. But the last time I checked the UAE cabinet, uh, there was a higher percentage of, of women um, as ministers in the UAE government than there was in Ireland. Um, so just well, want to give it all, a shout it? out to the UAE as a country, um, because again, it is um, an extremely tolerant uh, place in, in many ways. Definitely not perfect. But yeah, just want to uh, to acknowledge that one. And also just before I forget for Rochelle as well, her business is My Moves Matter. It's uh, Moves is plural. So just to make sure that we mm. link to her correctly as well, because I hadn't uh, heard it properly on the uh, interview you did with her. And we want to make sure that we supporter mm. um so yeah so just wanted to make sure that everybody knows where to find Rochelle and now I would love to talk about what did you think of John and his uh wonderful profane way to profound happiness I uh loved John I yeah. have to say I thought that he was very down to earth very authentic and I really loved the simplicity of what he was saying. And I don't mean that in a dumbed down way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So because obviously we are, you know, in different ways and guises and with different speakers or our guests, we are talking about lots of the same things, you know, so um, yeah, um, particularly mindfulness or breathing or the importance of um, of uh, well-being and and various things. But for me, John managed to um, really sell the benefits in a very attractive way mm-hmm. of doing breathing exercises <laughs> or, you know, yeah. or being more mindful. And uh, so, you know, because he says, you know, basically he's saying, you know, it really relaxes you. It's really <laughs> relaxing. Yeah. And if you're really stressed, it's really calming. Mm. You know, so and I was like, God, that is so true. And even that that breathing exercise he did, you know, yeah, um, where you breathe in and count to four, yeah, and then you exhale, but counting to six, yeah. I did that as he was, you know, I, I, you know, I could do it. You know, you were you were asking the questions as he <laughs> as he did the exercise, and my God, and I, you know, I do practice trying to do breathing exercises. I felt instantly calmer. Like yeah. instantly with that longer breath. And yeah. then if you want to hype yourself up, you you breathe in for longer, you know. Yeah. But he was like, why do this? Uh, because it's <laughs> really relaxing. We can, you know, it's uh, we get more playful. We're more present. We're more yeah. creative. You access more ideas. And I thought, Scott, hey, you are selling this boy. <laughs> it sounds marvelous. As opposed to. So I can be more spiritually connected and or, yeah. you know, that I, yeah. you know, that I become a better person or as I would say, yeah. you know, you access your higher self, you know, <laughs> no, it's dragging more relaxing. Yay. You know, totally. Yeah. we need to be relaxed. We need more relaxation in our lives, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then he also made another point, which I love. So um, which is, um, you know, he did slip in there, though, by the way, at the end. And, you know, you might become a more aware of your thought 
processes. But it was yeah. just a little slip in there, not less to overload the point, you know, Yeah. Uh, meaning that you get that little bit of detachment, you know, you get that link to, you know, your true self versus, you know, yeah. equating yourself to your thoughts and all your feelings, you know. Mm. So um, I, uh, I love the way he slipped that in. But I think that, uh, you know, he it's like me with my therapist um, going, why the hell are you trying to connect me with this, you know, challenging feeling of, you know, whatever I might be bringing in the moment, sadness or whatever. Like, why would you want me to connect with this more? <laughs> you know, I just want to get rid of it. And he's like, because the quicker you connect with it, the more you connect with it, the quicker you process it, and then you move on from it. Where yeah. what, you know, what you resist persists. And I was like, oh, fine. Now I get it. Yeah, I'm happy to do that because actually it's going to help me move on from it quicker, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love the way he said also, you know, because obviously he's just come from hosting his retreat in Stromboli, which just sounds idyllic. Yeah. And uh, I would love to do it. And, uh, you know, where a, a lot of themes came up around grief, around um, stress um, and navigating this like post-COVID era uh, while yeah. trying to deal with what we've all gone through, which mm. obviously differs from from person to person, but he said, you know, emphasize the importance of feel the feelings, accept that we have strong feelings. This is also part of the effort mantra. You know, I love the way it's expanded effort. You know, to it's you know, and that point about it's you know, is it really that important? And and I know that I have mm. for the last couple of months. I have been maybe mulling over something or worrying about something or um, or wanting something even. And then I've just practiced telling myself, you know what? It doesn't matter. Mm. And actually, a lot of the times it doesn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, uh, so I just, I thought, you know, very holistic, very down to earth messages that we can all benefit from and uh, mm. um, really, really like to. What about you? Like, what did it do for you, that retreat at the time? I think, I do remember you, there was yeah. a rock star on it. Was that the totally. retreat? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. rock star. I attracted, you, I actually attracted <laughs> the attention of said rock star for a brief yes. period, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's an extraordinary place. And I, I, I did obviously, you know, feel extremely blessed at the time. Uh, would go back in a heartbeat. Um, as John explained, it is an active volcano. I believe it's the most active actually in the world. So we literally went one evening, for example, and you can go to a pizza restaurant in true Italian style and sit outdoors and watch the show, which literally means watching a volcano explode. I mean, it's just unbelievable to be that close to the power of nature. Mm. So, and again, John is a gifted copywriter. So I remember reading about this retreat going, what? <laughs> Sounds bonkers. So literally the lava flows down one side of the island and the hotel is on the other side of the island. So you just kind of go, oh, we're just coexisting with this um, with this incredible power of, of the universe. So it is a very profound place. Um, John particularly, I think at the time, again, it was his gift with choosing music. Like that's my abiding memory of this magical music that um, surrounded every exercise we did. There was a lot of healing and, you know, people who go on retreats generally Generally do have something maybe that they're, you know, working on, but it was just a beautiful experience. Like there's no, there are no cars on Stromboli. Like it's actually that tiny. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's extraordinary. Um, 
even the streetlights, there's no like actual like um, like electricity. Like it's just like very, very simplistic um, life. I think there's only like 200 people live on the island. So yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful um, and very profound. So I think again, back to the point about simplicity, you're in a simple back to nature environment and the conversations become extremely real. The idea of breathing exercises, genuinely, I saw profound change with people who practiced those for a week. Um, so you can kind of see the tools and techniques. And you know me, Bernie, I'm always looking for the next you know, idea of what tool can I learn for myself or share with people, maybe listening or, or friends or whatever. So I was thrilled he shared that one on the show. Um, and I really liked his playfulness as well, because... Mm you know, he was talking about, you know, what do I fancy doing? You know, like playing with this idea. And I also really loved his light bulb moment. So when he had, you know, such dramatic healing in his own um, body, uh, when he actually did finally accept that maybe this is as as good as his life would be and stopped fighting it, stopped resisting um, his own condition, that actually that's through that, that, that the healing came. So to me, that's an extraordinary story. I hadn't been aware of it before. So yeah, it was, it was incredible. Yeah, I, I thought that was a, a powerful story. Um, and just if anyone hasn't listened to the podcast, it was you talked about moving to Italy, wanting to give these uh, relaxation and uh, mindful retreats to people, but going with the with the condition and allergies that, you know, were kind of ruining his health and, and uh, mm-hmm. only to discover that he was in this dream location with his family, sold up, you know, got indebted to 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 set up and buy land or property etc only to find that his his condition worsened yeah. and um but then he said right you know if maybe this isn't going to go away maybe this climate this etc but i'm here i've got my wife i've got my boys mm. i've got i'm living in a beautiful place the sunshine is fantastic and you know if this is as good as it gets then it's enough yeah. And, 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 and he just really took that into his heart and soul and, and, you know, and let go of having to be cured of, 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 of his condition. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, um, you know, healing did come in place and, and, and it, his health improved hugely. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it hadn't, the mm. acceptance would have yeah. meant a good life for him because he was able to focus on what he did have and not what he lacked you know yeah. and I think that that's what his whole point is isn't it about uh, exactly. you know that our unhappiness comes from resisting the present you know matter what we what we don't like or what you know isn't suiting or mm-hmm. um and 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 yet that if we can accept that our lives are imperfect and that that's the path to personal peace mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. So uh, let's set the intention maybe that uh, we both get there at some point, maybe together to uh, hang out with John and Gaia on the uh, idyllic island of uh, Stromboli, maybe. Yes. Well, actually, uh, I've checked the website and I see that they do weekend <laughs> retreats in Brighton, which is yeah. a gorgeous spot as well. Yeah. Some on the beach. And so I may well get there first, Paula. <laughs> okay. But I would love to set the intention for Stromboli um, at, at some point. Um, God, yeah. Mm. I, I think I would be deeply relaxed, though, by just going there and hanging out on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't want my car. <laughs> Whether I need anything else, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else for you? I, 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 Sorry, that did link me back to, and I just wonder if you've got anything to say about the book, because it, it, in kind of what he was saying about giving and giving up what you want. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah that and not grasping for things and appreciating what you have mm-hmm. that often you end up getting what you want you know um totally yeah but as I said even if I didn't get what I want just by practicing the surrender. first part of that the surrender I yeah. think uh, has has definitely made a difference in my life because what I fundamentally understood about myself mm. is I'm a wanter <laughs> so. oh yeah Here's I want. your sister. Yeah, yeah. exactly. X, Y, Z, you know, yeah. uh, the moon, the sun, the stars, the whatever. And um, but I what I've learned is I don't need those. And mm. so I so I'm kind of I've kind of made my peace with wanting because it's it's almost it's just like a thought. It doesn't have to grip me. Mm-hmm. And even when it does, I'll be going, if I need this. Mm-hmm. then it will probably come about because the universe will conspire if it's good for me and good for others and whatever. But yeah. if it doesn't, if I don't, then it's just me wanting and that's okay. You know, it's just a, I don't know whether it's a feeling or a thought or whatever, yeah. but, um, but I, I've been so retrospectively delighted mm. for lots of things that I wanted that never came to pass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and realized that actually I had been take minded in that. Yes, exactly. And there is some profound quote, which I can't, you know, exactly remember, but I think you mentioned it something about, you know, um, the greatest gifts are, are on, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, dreams that don't come true can sometimes be the biggest blessing. Maybe I yes. saw it on Facebook yesterday, but yes. again. I think that was um, Dalai Lama. It was the Dalai Lama. You're absolutely right. That's exactly who it was. So, yeah, John made the point beautifully and it was exactly the same theme. And that really, I suppose, was the reason I wanted to review that book that we love so much, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And yeah, to me, even the idea that I'm wanting, needing, grasping, like I can even hear how unpleasant that feels, Mm. you know, as I say it. So, at the same time, I realize that we're given dreams and goals and we're, we're here to, I think, be creative and to contribute. So I guess it's a case of going, you know, here, you know, understanding what is an intention um, and what is a goal and what is a worthy goal, I guess, as well. But as you said, Bernie, you know, also going and if it doesn't happen, that's OK. So mm-hmm. it's to always have that, whether it's yin, yin or yang or whatever the terminology is, but the power of intention and surrender are absolutely essential. Both sides are essential. And I think, again, probably in the Western world, we're taught to go and chase our dreams, set our goals and go go after everything. But I don't think we have maybe more of the Eastern philosophy, which again, John was talking about and Deepak Chopra, both of them saying totally surrender I'm totally fine as I am regardless mm. and then play with it you know and love what a it wonderful way to live huh absolutely and that is the essence of yay can do you know we yes. are all fine you we know, are we're just all fine, all fine yes. you know um yeah. uh yeah that's I think that's really important so I loved just to the, the point I was kind of looking at my notes um mm. and uh one of the uh, if I can pull them up on my screen and um, one of the you know 
there was lots in that that book. Um, but I loved that idea of the law of least effort, and in 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 giving up what you want, um, and 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 not grasping for things and, and all of that. I felt that this actually dovetailed very nicely into this point, you know, mm. where you know if we we you know that if we believe in abundance and the universe providing for us and and uh, mm. that you know our energy has been used in a way that is um that is you know for the greater the best good. outcome yeah for the greater yeah. good thank you paula um that that you know Mm. that that is is the kind of the law of of least effort and mm. and i just like that that point because i think he sums up some great points around you know accepting people's situation and events as they are not as we wish them to be in the moment mm-hmm. and taking responsibility for our situation and all the events that we see as problems mm-hmm. um and 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 this means not blaming anyone or anything for your situation including yourself mm-hmm. and that responsibility i mean we all want to be adults you know uh, or but are we mm. acting as adults you know taking mm. responsibility means the ability to have a creative response to the situation as it is now mm. and that to see problems um as as the seeds of opportunity mm. and the relationships in our lives you know being the ones that we need at the moment and mm. that you know that are there to serve our our evolution mm-hmm. so you know i just love that kind of notion that if we that we could choose to interpret our present reality, even if there there are many challenges within it, um, as yeah. uh, as a teacher, you know, mm. and 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 offering us opportunities to learn and grow and evolve. Yeah, beautifully said, Bernie. As always, um, some profound food for thought. Uh, I think that's all from my side, actually. Um, I know we're releasing this this week, so super excited for all of our wonderful Ye Can Do listeners to tune in. And uh, and I will be coming home this week as well. So that's another highlight mm-hmm. for me. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be dying Looking to see everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Were there any other points, Bernie, you wanted to talk in terms of highs, lows and learnings this month? No, darling. And I know you haven't eaten and are starving, so I don't want to delay <laughs> you any further. <laughs> oh, that's my friend. Wonderful, Bernie. <laughs> On that note, I will say next week we're back with our book club and we have one of your favorite books called The Four Agreements. So I've just started rereading that. So again, plenty of wisdom that we'll be sharing with everybody. So on that note, I will say yay can do. And thank you from me. Thank you, Paula. And thank you, everyone. And yay can do.